Welcome to the Soil and Stars podcast. This is a podcast about living a meaningful life in all ways. We'll talk about astrology and other wisdom traditions, creativity, natural health, spirituality, and all sorts of practical day-to-day life stuff. I'm your host, Molly Moorhead. so glad you're here. I'm just going to record a rather short podcast episode today instead of the usual hour-ish long one. Uh, Because it's just me, I have a few announcements and then I just want to talk for a while about creativity and the creative process in case it's helpful for you in your own journey this summer, you know, as you navigate your time and your energy. Because I feel like I've really been on kind of a journey with that. And I have some things that might be helpful for folks. So yeah, without further ado, I want to just announce that my sticker sheets, my first ever sticker sheets that I've made in my life are now back from the printer. I got them a few days ago and they're amazing. I am so happy. I didn't really know that I had the dream of being, you know, a sticker artist, but I think I did. (laughs) And uh, yeah, when I found my new to me print shop, Eagle Printing, I was just chatting with them and they told me that they can make individual contour cut stickers, which are called, that's called die cut, or they can do sticker sheets like you'd buy at a toy store or a stationery store or whatever, what it is, you know, it's a bunch of like cats or koi fish or whatever it is that's called kiss cut. Uh, yeah, you can just, they can just do that. They have the equipment. And so I could paint whatever I wanted in watercolor or whatever. And they just digitize the image and turn it into a sticker sheet. And I was like, oh my God, I am doing this right now. So I basically just went home and busted it out over, I don't know, a pretty short amount of time in a week or two, I was able to finish all these paintings. I haven't even told you what it is. Maybe you saw it already, but, uh, it's night creatures. I, that's what I felt really inspired to make. So it's a sticker sheet of night creatures, a couple summer constellations, a waning crescent moon and, uh, some mushrooms, but yeah, it's some bats and a mommy possum and a raccoon and a great horned owl all done in watercolor. And then, yeah, at the print shop, they did their magic and turned it into an actual sticker sheet. So it's six by eight inches. And yeah, you can put it like on their vinyl. So you can put it on stuff that does get wet and they will last for a while. (laughs) So you can get those uh, on my online store, which formerly just had my Know Your Chart, Know Yourself digital download workshop, which is still there, but I've put some art stuff in there too. It ends up kind of taking a long time and I'm not really focused. I haven't been focused on that. So I haven't, I haven't done that, but there, I spent some time today and they're, they're up there now. Uh, yeah. So you can buy them. It's free shipping because they're really small. And I, I think it's really cute. Like there's been all of these creature sightings in my neighborhood lately chief among them being a family of screech owls across the street. It's pretty common for there to be a screech owl in that tree. We always hear, we always hear it. It's kind of like, something like that kind of late at night. 
it's not a screech sound at all. I don't know why they call him that. But uh, now there's, it seems, two parents and four babies. And the babies are just learning how to fly. They're just flying from tree to tree and being cute and cleaning themselves like cats, kind of, and uh, staring down at us creepily while we look at them through the binoculars. I wish I had a screech owl on the sticker sheet. I have a great horned owl, but uh, it is what it is. It still feels really special. So just wanted to tell you that because that does not happen every day. Like that has never happened in my life. So, so fun. Uh, so the sticker sheet is available. The other thing is I, cause I was going to do the farmer's markets. I was going to sell art at the farmer's markets this summer. And I'm not sure if that actually worked out. I think we didn't get on the list so I'm like, okay, I've ordered all this art, all these prints, and I've, I've been mustering to get all that going. So I'm like, well, let me look for other opportunities. <laughs> and I'd ordered a second, I, I recreated the, uh, what is it called? The No Bad Plant postcard book. I ordered like a second edition of it. I mean, I've printed it a couple of times, but it's been exactly the same. And now I redid the cover. I added another postcard and uh, added an about page and the paper is even thicker. It looks super nice. I redid the back. So all the information, I don't know, it just looks really sleek and nice. So that's up in the shop as well. The, that'll all be linked uh, below. So you don't, I don't have to say it, but you can just go to the link. So that's super exciting. And I don't have a ton of other stuff up in the shop, but you can message me. You can email me if you want a print of something because I either already have it or I can possibly order it for you. Um, so that's that. And for locals, I am going to be the featured artist at Indigo Bridge Books in July. So all my stuff is going to be available there um, for sale for the month. And it's going to look all cute. It's going to be a cute display. And there's going to be a, like a fun little in-person kind of event with snacks and lemonade on that Friday, like the first Friday. 5 to 8 p.m. if you are in the area and you're around. So that's all that for announcements. But as I was getting all this together, I was thinking about creativity, right? So that's what I want to give some thoughts on today. So I started <laughs> The Artist's Way in January of 2020. I did not know how much I would need it. I did not know how much I would need it. I did not know how 2020 was going to be, but I had ordered a copy of the book and was just starting to work through it. And I'm just someone who I have kind of a slow, natural pace. Like I need someone else around me or music or something to give me a faster pace. And so I knew even though you're supposed to do it like one chapter for one week, in the artist's way. I mean, that's what you do, I think, if you're doing it in a group normally. But I knew there was no way I could ever keep up that pace. So I was like, I'm going to try to just do one chapter a month. And if it's 12, it's supposed to be 12 weeks. So I was like, that's a year, 12, 12 months. Great. And that's about what I did. It ended up taking me just a little bit longer to finish it. But that was what I did in 2020. And what a great year to do that. Uh, I wasn't home uh, like we didn't have shelter, a shelter in place order where I live and I worked in a kitchen. So it, I wasn't home the way some other people were home. 
um, I was home, like the, the coffee shop where I worked as a baker closed voluntarily for a little bit in the beginning. And, um, and actually I was sick. Okay. Now we're pretty sick, but yeah. And we had to convalesce and <laughs> but basically I was home uh, doing a lot of art stuff for a few weeks that, that spring. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful I had that to focus on, but then I was just kind of back at work, but I had a lot more time because I, people, you know, it just wasn't very social and it seemed easier to just stay home. So one of the things that I implemented absolutely hundred percent coming out of the artist way process was making smaller commitments in terms of my art and my creativity, because I would sometimes get kind of like not all or nothing exactly, but more just like if I was in a project that excited me, I would just work on it a lot. And if I was between projects, sometimes months would go by without me even picking up a paintbrush. And that was a pattern for a really long time, basically ever since I finished high school, except that's not actually true. When I worked in restaurants, when I was in my early 20s, I actually had enough time and I did paint and draw pretty much every week or twice a week or something, I would say. But when I worked in a, when I worked on a farm, I was actually way too tired at the end of the day, you know, and I didn't really have days off. I don't mean I was overworked. I, I wasn't really for my age and energy level, but I didn't, I just didn't really have the kind of energy and time to keep up that art practice like I had done when I worked in restaurants and and I was pretty happy and satisfied so it, it was fine but then it kind of fell into this pattern of maybe I would go six months without painting and then I would make painting uh-huh. and that would be that but I I didn't really like that because I like the practice of painting you know I'd like to be in the practice of it and so what I decided to try out doing uh based on whatever Julia Cameron said was I was going to paint for a minimum of one hour a week and I think that probably sounds like not a lot or it sounds like an hour a week like I wouldn't even get anything done but that is that was my commitment and I started that in after like I was painting all the time but then when I was kind of more back in the swing of work and that was more flowing I uh I really did paint for about an hour a week. And sometimes I would extend that, like I would be in a good flow and I didn't have another commitment afterwards. So I would paint for more like two hours. And occasionally it would be more than once a week. Sometimes I'd be working on a painting, or like when I was getting all the prints and paintings completed for the No Bad Plant um, art show and postcard book, I, I worked a lot, you know, I painted much, much more than that. But on an, like a normal week when I wasn't doing that, it really was probably about an hour a week. And I was shocked by how much I, how much work I made because I, what I was comparing it to was sometimes not painting for six months at a time. So to just truly spend that hour. And I don't mean like I'm my best self in that hour, fully like all cylinders firing, whatever. I don't mean that at all. I just mean I was awake and I sat down to do it. And so if I spend the first 20 minutes 
just kind of fucking around, like getting my paints all mixed <laughs> and uh, doing some brush handling exercises. And then I, you know, sometimes I really did just do brush handling exercises. And other times I, I love to paint from photographs of animals and plants. And so sometimes I would go to the library and I would get different, uh, different books sometimes in the kids section of different animals and I would just take them all home. And so then I could on that hour, I could get one of them out and I could paint a picture of a moose or I could paint a picture of a donkey or a possum or whatever. And I would just do that. And sometimes I would just sketch. So my sketchbook got a lot fuller, but actually over that time, I mean, that was, uh, that was when I made the, the no bad plant, that whole project. And then, uh, but then when I was really back down to about an hour a week, I put, I still created, I don't know, maybe four, five completed paintings a year in addition to all of the, all of the sketching and brush handling, uh, which I don't know if that sounds like a lot, but for me, I've been pretty happy with that. And so that, that flow was happening because I'm doing it on the side, right? Like this isn't my main thing. And, you know, and occasionally I get a commission and I do that and that I spend a little bit more time. But if you are in a situation similar to me, especially if you are stressed and tired, but you really do feel like I could find an hour a week, like I really could, you know, I really encourage you to give it a try because I think you would be pretty impressed by how much you create over time doing that. So at a certain point, I was like, could I do two hours a week? And the truth is I can't always, I actually can't. Other weeks I do a ton if I have a project I'm doing, but on the other weeks, like my minimum really is more like an hour. And I've been really consistent with that since 2020. Um, I mean, talk about baby steps. <laughs> Some people feel like they have to draw and paint every day, which is incredible. Like I fully support that. But if you're stuck in an all or nothing way of thinking, um, I just give you this as an offering. And then the other thing I would add is, so mostly I've been doing watercolor. I was doing more block printing, like carving and printing, but I've been doing more watercolor. Uh, but then this spring, I just didn't feel that inspired by any watercolor projects, which doesn't matter. Like I can just go to the library and find some books and then paint pictures of animals. <laughs> like it's fine if I'm not inspired. But what I did feel inspired about was making clothing. I hadn't made clothing really since I was in high school. And even then it had been kind of minimal, but I knew how to do it because I saw my mom do it my whole life and I didn't really need any instruction. I can just reverse engineer. Uh, I can just reverse engineer it because I know how to use a sewing machine and I have clothing, you know, and I can try it on and whatever. So I, I made a bunch of clothes, uh, this spring I made so far three tank tops and they're all block printed on um, three tank tops and a skirt and a sundress, which I built, I dyed both of those, um, lavender, which turns out I don't look that good in lavender. I think I need to re dye them darker color. I'm like, Oh yeah, right. I can't really wear Estelle's, right? That's like for people with pink and blue skin tones, not for people with quote unquote olive, which I think means green skin tones, which is me. Uh, so I think I'm going to re-dye those, but they're beautiful in and of themselves. 
life is a process. Anyway, I made all of those. And I feel like I made one more thing. A skirt, a sundress, three tanks. Yeah, maybe that was it. Um, and I have more that I want to do. And I feel very capable of doing that. Like I took my sewing machine to the fix-it place because it really needed to be fixed. And now it's like a dream. It runs like a dream. It's so fun. Uh, yeah. So I did that instead of watercoloring. I didn't really feel like I had the energy to do both. And so for for a while there, I was doing that instead. And I was feeling so inspired. And so I was like, yeah, I'm on the right track with that. But then I, of course, got re-inspired to do watercolor. And I've had several friends uh, commission me to make some pieces for them with like watercolor. And, and of course, the thing happened where I learned that Eagle Printing can make sticker sheets. So I'm like, oh my God. And I busted out that sticker sheet. Uh, so I've been watercoloring again. And that sort of creative vacation was really helpful. So it was interesting because it was like, am I violating my commitment of one hour a week? And I was like, well, fiber arts is still art, Molly. Like you didn't actually say it had to be watercolor. So that kind of flexibility was really, really helpful for me. Oh, I know. I made two double layered handkerchiefs because my handkerchiefs were getting kind of thin and they're a little hard to find at stores now. And I still use them. I wish I didn't have a runny nose ever, but that is not reality. So yeah, I made two really nice double layered handkerchiefs. And now I want to make like 10 more. That was the other thing I did. I'm going to make a, a laptop case for myself too. It's kind of halfway done. So a lot of, a lot of things. Anyway, uh, this is really for you. Not if you're a working artist, cause you're having kind of different problems probably, but if you are someone who wants to be more creative or you have fallen off some of your creative practices that, you know, really bring you joy like this, this is what, this is for you. Basically this idea of doing something that feels really manageable to you. Like maybe it's not one hour a week, maybe it's a different thing, but just like the tiniest baby step uh, that feels like, okay, I can actually do this. And uh, yeah, I think you'll really surprise yourself by what you, what you can create and, and also just how it feels like that's the whole thing, right? Like it's called, it's a quality of life thing in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. So that is really what I have for you today. It is Gemini season, which is always fun. I really, everybody likes Gemini season. I feel like Mercury's in Gemini right now for a little bit longer. You absolutely do not need a good transit in order to be creative or make art. Like get out, get that out of your head for sure. But when we do have Mercury in Gemini, I feel like it's extra nice and we can really enjoy it in terms of uh, good, like getting a little boost in terms of Mercury activities, like fine handwork and writing and thinking, especially is Mercury. I find that very Mercury, just like doing some really good quality thinking is right now. I mean, you can do that anytime, right? <laughs> but you get the extra special Mercury blessing from, uh, the 12th, which was a little, which is like a week ago as of this recording through the 27th. So when this comes out, I think it'll come out on the summer solstice on the 21st. So yeah, we've got another like six days of, to enjoy Mercury and Gemini, uh, from this time, from that time. And yeah, it's the summer solstice, which is so 
it's always so nice. I feel like uh, all of these markers of the year. Um, I'm. It's going to be different where you live, but right now our elderflowers are blooming. I'm making elderflower syrup, which is my favorite remedy for a dry cough at this point in my life. Also tastes delicious on anything or in drinks or whatever. Um, I'm making, I'm trying elderflower infused oil for my skin for hyperpigmentation. We'll see if that works. I was, I was given that advice. We'll see. Um, yeah, there's all these other flowers that are, that are starting linden trees did their very brief, beautiful bloom a couple weeks ago. And I got, of course, a small amount. I'm always late to that party. I'm just, even though I know it's happening, like I'm riding my Vicrons, smelling the beautiful linden blossoms being like, oh, this is so nice. And I don't ever end up harvesting really that many, which I should really change that one year because they really do have such a short uh, window. And whenever I've seen them available commercially, they're just not in any level of good shape compared to what I've harvested myself. And it's something I love to throw in tea blends throughout the year. I don't sell that stuff anymore. It's just for myself and my friends, whoever comes over to my house. But it's like, I could use some linden throughout the year. Uh, so that's what's happening. The garden's exploding. I really hope that you're able to enjoy this beautiful summery time in whatever climate that you are in. Uh, yeah, unless you're in the Southern Hemisphere and then it's your, uh, your winter. Um, I just wrote a blog post last week about being able to relax more into summer is like that so much is what summer is about for me like I usually am working right I'm not in a like when you're a kid in school here you know you get summers off usually it's not been like that in my adult life sometimes I work more in the summers but I feel like I can just settle into this kind of relaxation that I just love and so I wrote a blog post about my thoughts about that especially around social media and smartphone use and how, just some thoughts about managing that. Um, I feel like that can be kind of a stupid conversation where people are just repeating dumb stuff about turn, you know, taking a day off of your phone and stuff like that. And I don't feel like that's very helpful, but um, there's some more interesting things about it, especially that I've learned from Cal Newport. And uh, yeah, just some of my thoughts since I left social media in 2021. That's it. Thanks for listening. If you would like to book an astrology reading with me, I'm still doing that this summer. And by still, I mean like I'm not just an artist. I'm mostly an astrologer. You can book a reading with me if you want support, if you're going through a life change or you have some questions about your next step or you're, yeah, you're feeling confused. That's a great time for an astrology reading. Uh, you can book that if you want me to do mini readings at your event you can get in touch as well all that is linked below in the notes uh, and on the website thanks so much for being here and i hope you have a wonderful day